What's up, guys? This is Jacques, and welcome back to Politically Incorrect. I am back with a bonus episode because something big has gone down in the Bravo world over the last few days, and I need to weigh in. Of course, I'm taking the unpopular opinion as usual. I know you probably think that I do this on purpose. I really don't. This is how I feel, and I think that... uh, This is a serious topic, and there's one side of this that hasn't been given any airtime at all, and I actually think that a lot of people don't even have the full facts on what went down on this, so I'm here to talk about it. I'm interrupting my Bachelor catch-up for this, and honestly, I would rather be talking about Below Deck. I mean, did you see when James and Elizabeth banged in the guest cabin, and then Francesca's little brown-nosing minion Ashling dobbed on them, and then Francesca lost it? I cannot deal with Ashling. But anyway, I digress. I wanted to talk about this situation last episode, actually, but because I had Danny Pellegrino on, I decided to hold off because he's so squeaky clean, and and I do respect the brand that he's built for himself, and I didn't want to bring him down in the mud with me because I'm the hot mess and he's the nice one, so I held off, and I'm really glad that I did, actually, because I feel like new information about this whole situation comes out every single day, so there's always something new to add to what I'm about to say. So, look, originally, I was ready to roast this person alive. I mean, I was ready to go in like Kenya at a Real Housewives reunion, but I spoke to a friend and I decided to pull it back a bit and just give you the facts about what went down so you can all decide from there, and I think with a situation like this, we do need to try and be as objective as possible and not let our biases get in the way. Like, I'm still going to throw some shade, but I'm keeping it factual. And I'm actually going to be extra nice too, and I'm not going to name this person directly because, look, she's a total Karen, and I can already see her weaving a false narrative that she's being doxxed online and bullied. I can already see that that's happening. They're laying the groundwork as we speak. So, let's give her a code name. Let's play it safe and call her... What about Miranda? Mm, no, I don't think Miranda. Uh, Carrie? No, Carrie doesn't fit either. How about some... I think Charlotte. Let's call her Charlotte. So Charlotte runs a really popular Bravo meme account on Instagram. She has a shitload of followers, and it's actually led to her getting some opportunities to work with Bravo. A few days ago, she posted an Instagram stories video from Emily Simpson's birthday party. Kelly Dodd and Gina, I cannot pronounce Gina's surname for the life of me, so I'm not even going to try, but Kelly Dodd and Gina were there and some of their friends. The clip that Charlotte posted was of all the women drunk trying to pose for a photo and one of the women in the group for a few seconds awkwardly flashed the OK sign. You know how you make a circle with your thumb and your index finger? She did that a couple of times. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but in the last couple of years, a few fringe white supremacist groups like the Proud Boys have actually used this OK sign as a white power symbol. So Charlotte snipped this part of the video specifically. She posted it on Twitter and she wrote, Emily and Kelly's friend is throwing up the white power symbol. Get the fuck out of here and off my screen. I'm sure she doesn't talk like that. Uh, But look, that's my impression of her. Okay, that's how I imagine her in my head. The responses to this tweet were a mixed bag because the truth is that most people still associate the OK symbol with OK or some variation of that. Like here in Australia, it's used to mean, you know, good job or perfect. Scuba divers use it when they're underwater to mean that they're OK and that they're getting all their oxygen. And if you even type OK or perfect into your iPhone, this symbol automatically comes up. Now, tech companies are usually really woke when it comes to stuff like this. 
I mean, they'll still use slave labour in third world countries, and they spy on you, and they destroy mum and pop stores. Basically, they do the most evil shit imaginable. But when it comes to branding and messaging, they're never far from a rainbow flag or a BLM fist. So I think that's worth noting. And Apple specifically have been pretty proactive, I think, with bringing more diversity to their emojis. And they still classify the OK sign as OK. So keep that in mind, all right? To give you some more history on this, this symbol wasn't actually even classified as a hate symbol until November 2019, and it was first used as a white power sign back in 2017, which still isn't that long ago, and it started as part of a hoax campaign on 4chan. Basically what happened is a bunch of trolls on 4chan pretended that it was a white power symbol to see if it would catch on with a bunch of losers, and I guess it did in some circles, the you know, few Proud Boys flashed it here and there, but it's not exactly the Hail Hitler salute either. So objectively looking at it, I think it's safe to say that the vast majority of people would still think of it as an okay symbol, right? Like unless you're really tapped into the online culture wars stuff and right-wing meme culture, or maybe if you're an avid reader of Vox and BuzzFeed, you would know about this, but mm, I would say that the average person doesn't know. Like I would bet money that if you went out on the street and you just started polling people at random and you said, what does this mean? Majority, like big majority would say, oh, that means okay. I think of this as a bit like Fox News doing a war on Christmas. Like, there's not actually a war on Christmas, but it's a nice scary story that Fox can, you know, whip up every year and distract you with. The OK symbol to me is kind of like the BuzzFeed version of the war on Christmas. So naturally, plenty of people on Twitter were actually confused by Charlotte's tweet. I saw a lot of people responding, oh my God, I didn't know that it was a white power symbol. How disgusting. I'm outraged now. So Charlotte started posting photos of some QAnon losers and Proud Boys doing the sign as if a few like isolated incidents of the sign being used as a white power symbol suddenly negates decades upon decades upon decades of it being used as an okay sign. So she managed to whip up enough people into a frenzy that everyone started tagging Andy and Bravo and doing the usual like boycott OC, fire Kelly, fire Emily, blah, blah, blah. And anyone in the comments that even suggested the possibility that it might not be a white power symbol was mocked and attacked in the comments. I saw Charlotte, you know, she Charlotte attacked somebody and then they blocked her and then she was like screenshotting that they blocked her and was, you know, loving it. She was right down there in the drama. Someone then found this woman's Instagram account, the woman that made the sign, right? They posted her Instagram account in Charlotte's comments thread, essentially doxing her. And then all these people started bombarding her with messages about the sign. The woman actually responded to one person and she seemed confused. She said she genuinely had no idea what the sign means and that she was just flashing an okay. She then put her profile on private because of all the messages she was getting. So look, I will admit that different people are going to have a different take on watching the video, right? So we're not all going to see the same thing. To me, it looks like when you're drunk and someone shoves a camera in your face, so you start doing random poses off the top of your head because you don't want to stand there awkwardly. That's how I took it. I understand that other people saw a white power symbol uh, if they even knew that the okay sign can be used for that. So anyway, look, of course this woman denying point blank that she made the white power symbol was not enough to shut Charlotte up. I mean, she was getting a lot of likes and retweets on this, so why would she stop? She loves the clout. So Charlotte actually screen capped this woman's response and then she tweeted, she's claiming she didn't know what it means. Get the fuck out. And then then she said, let's just say that she was doing it because she thought it meant okay. That's fucking weird and dorky as hell, but we all know she knew what she was doing. 
So when I saw that, first of all, I'm like, okay, Charlotte, now you've screen capped this woman and posted it. So you've kind of doxxed this woman who's a private citizen. That's A. Two, is this woman a dork or a Nazi? Because there's a pretty big difference between the two. And Charlotte herself is acknowledging that it may have just been a dorky okay sign. Yet she still felt like it was okay to blast it on social media to thousands of people, stating as a fact that it was a white power symbol in her original tweet. Think about that. So that, to me, is the first sign that Charlotte was acting in bad faith with this. So far, I am not seeing a good Samaritan who's trying to rid the world of Nazis for the betterment of society, okay? I'm seeing someone with an agenda. Secondly, Charlotte only mentioned Emily and Kelly Dodd in the original tweets, even though Gina was there too. Like, Gina was right in the mix. And do you know why? because Emily's a Republican and Kelly identifies as a conservative libertarian. This is common knowledge. And Gina is like the progressive millennial of the OC. We all saw how articulate Gina was on the Black Lives Matter episode of OC. I thought it was amazing. I really agreed with Gina. I thought she articulated the BLM stuff much better than Kelly and much better than Bronwyn. Uh, To me, she seems pretty smart and woke on these issues. You know, I loved it. So... Charlotte is one of these people that has been shit-talking the OC for months on her social media. She's doing the whole OC boycott. She whinges about Kelly Dodd every single week on Twitter and Instagram. So it's pretty obvious that she saw this as an opportunity to smear Emily and Kelly for political purposes. If there was no agenda behind this, then she would have named Gina too. Like, is that not obvious? Why would you leave out Gina? Hello? And to be clear, this was Emily's birthday party, okay? wasn't even Kelly's party. It was Emily's birthday party. It was Emily's friend. Kelly has stated since on social media that she barely even knows this woman. So to be fair, Kelly's name shouldn't have even been brought up in relation to this at all. If you're going to talk about it, I would say maybe say Emily's throwing a birthday party and Emily's friend there. I wouldn't even mention Gina or Kelly. So I wanted to jump in. I wanted to weigh in on this. I did tweet about it and then I deleted it like two minutes later because I just know with the character limit on Twitter, um, the way that people were raging in the replies section, I'm like, I'm going to get taken out of context. I am just, people are going to be calling me a Nazi. So I deleted my tweet and I'm like, I'm going to come on my podcast so I can talk about this properly in depth and give this the attention and the nuance I think that it deserves. So... I wanted to do my due diligence and I wanted to look this woman up because the last thing I need to do is to defend some random woman and then find out she's a member of the KKK. That would not be a good look for me. And, you know, it's a serious life-ruining accusation, so I have to be educated from my end before I'm forming an opinion either way. So I had a look at her social media profiles first to see, you know, if she was in QAnon or anything like that. And I admit, right, this woman, she did come off like your typical white Orange County Republican. She had a Bible verse in her bio, which is not always the best sign. And she liked Donald Trump on Facebook and some other Republicans. But she also liked Barack Obama on Facebook too. So I don't know. But look, it's safe to say she's probably a Republican. But still, that doesn't make you a white supremacist. And if you want to argue that it does, then show me any mainstream Democrat that you support and I'll play the political independent and I'll do a purity test on you and then I'll call you like a racist war criminal when I bring up the receipts of the of the murderous military budget increase that your fave Democrat voted for and then I'll yell at you for not voting for Bernie. So, like, we can play that game all day. My point is, being a Republican, 
that doesn't automatically make you a Nazi. So then I see that this woman is a member of some organization called Daughters of the American Revolution. And when I saw that, I was like, uh-oh, that doesn't sound too good. Like, Daughters of the American Revolution, <laughs> what is this? That was a red flag, or a Confederate flag, maybe. So... I looked around the DAR website and their YouTube channel because I'm like, I need to look into this organization and make sure, again, that it's not some crazy, like, QAnon offshoot or something like that. And it definitely looked very white Republican patriotism, American history stuff for sure. I'm sure that they are like one of those groups that defend the Civil War statues, like, don't tear down the statues. But from what I saw, really, the organization was a lot about charity work and they were doing stuff like they were making masks during the pandemic, which already is a good sign because we know that the QAnon people don't like the masks. So these DAR people, they're making masks for people. They were feeding hungry children. They were taking care of veterans. It reminded me of like a churchy Christian charity, you know, the sort of charity work that your local church would be doing. So I kept looking around the website and they stated that they're non-political. They specifically stated that. And they even had an equality section on their website. This is what it reads. Okay. I'm just taking this from their website. Our national society encourages and celebrates a diverse membership, and we embrace the opportunity to support our members of colour. DAR reaffirms to the membership and the public alike that our organisation condemns racism, bias, prejudice, and intolerance have no place in the DAR of America. So that's from them, okay? I kept looking around the website. I didn't see any white power staff. There were people of color featured on the website as members. And they even had an African-American historian who had won an NAACP award doing a keynote speech for them, right? I looked into him because I'm like, "Mm, well, what if he's a Candace Owens type? Just because he's black doesn't automatically mean that he's going to be progressive. He could be super duper conservative or something. But Like I said, I looked into him. He won an NAACP award and I listened to some of his speech. He was talking about racism in America. He said that it still needs to be addressed. It's still a problem. So look, DAR featured him, okay? He's featured prominently on their YouTube channel. He did a keynote speech for them. Again, I'm still seeing no evidence to paint this woman as a white supremacist. And the last time I checked, being a Christian Republican isn't a crime. That's like half of America, right? And I will just add before I go any further, if it turns out that she's a proud boy or a QAnon or whatever, I will call her out. I will say it, all right? I'm just saying you can't throw these labels and accusations out there against people so recklessly without evidence because this can ruin someone's life, all right? My whole point with this is not to state emphatically that this was 100% a harmless okay sign and nothing more. The truth is, I don't know that. I can't prove that to you 100%, all right? I'm just saying you have to have enough evidence before you go and accuse somebody of this publicly because you will fuck their entire life. And if it concerned Charlotte so much, she could have done some research online like I did. She could have messaged this woman privately first to ask about the sign. But Charlotte literally hadn't even seen her profile, hadn't even seen the DAR thing, which to me was the only thing that raised my eyebrows, right? She hadn't even seen that. All she had to go off of was Emily Simpson's Instagram stories. And she rushed to social media, to her thousands of followers, to her big platform and accuse this woman of flashing white power signs and imply that Emily and Kelly were somehow complicit in this. 
This is the Black Lives Matter era. Racial sensitivities are at an all-time high. In this climate, this woman could literally lose her job, and it's a pandemic at a time when people can't even get the $2,000 stimulus checks they were promised for votes. Okay, there's like no financial support for Americans right now. America is fucked, so if someone loses their job, it's not going to look good for them, alright? People are struggling to buy food, they're struggling to pay rent, and Charlotte's starting a witch hunt for retweets. This woman isn't even on the housewives again, should I stress that? She's a private citizen. And look, I'm sure that since this woman is from the OC and she's friends with housewives, she probably has plenty of money. But do we know that for a fact? Do we know for sure? What if she was like a single mom with kids and she lost her job? I would say that Charlotte would feel bad if that happened, but I honestly don't think she would because I was reading all of her tweets through this and she was practically giddy with excitement over this. She had big bully energy. So, since Charlotte loves to come for people, I will tell you a few things about her. I don't know her, but according to Charlotte's rules, we don't need to have all the facts to publicly attack people and accuse them of things, do we? So, Charlotte is infamous in the Bravo meme world for allegedly stealing all of her content. I've known about it forever. Everyone has known about it forever. Word on the street is that Charlotte's the word on the street. I am actually friends with this popular Bravo Twitter account called Housewives Historian, and apparently what Charlotte did was she stole all of his content, like the videos, the captions, everything, like the whole bit. then she would repost it on Instagram under the same name. So she copied everything, right? She built a really big following doing this and eventually so many people called her out on Instagram because people were following her on Instagram thinking that she was the same housewives historian that's on Twitter and it wasn't. She's a copycat. So people called her on it and she had to tweak her Instagram username slightly and then she started doing some original content. You know that it's original content because her memes are fucking terrible. Like, I am not surprised that she had to build her brand by being a thief. Seriously, her memes are so lame. They're like one step above my face when the waiter comes with food. Just awful. No talent. She also used to write articles about the housewives for this popular online publication, which again, I won't name, but she was never hired there full time. And honestly, she probably wrote for free. Like I work in this business and they looked like free submissions for exposure to me. And You know, Charlotte, to me, seems like the kind of person that will do anything to get her name out there and to get some clout in the Bravo fandom. I mean, I love Bravo too, but Jesus Christ, I am not going to steal memes and cancel people and work for free just to have some sad Teresa Judai stands follow me on Instagram. If that's what fulfills your soul, then Charlotte, honey, you need to go on an eat, pray, love journey and find yourself. So look, we have a failed writer on our hands who allegedly stole all of her content from a more talented account. Now she tries to cancel people for clout. This is fucking pathetic. I would tell her to start a podcast, but she clearly doesn't have the personality or wit for one. I mean, do we really need another basic white girl with vocal fry yas queening Roni in Salt Lake City? I mean, maybe she could copy somebody else's podcast though. How about Everything Incredible with Charlotte? <laughs> That's coming, six months, mark my words. So look, I did some digging on Charlotte myself, and I actually saw that she was at a protest for the Flint water crisis a few years ago, and I was impressed. Like, that's some real activism, so hats off to her. But how do you go from that to scouring Emily Simpson's Instagram account to nitpick at one of her friends for potentially flashing an offensive sign for two seconds that you can't even prove that she did? After seeing that, I'm thinking, did you really care about the people of Michigan Girl, or were you just pulling a Bronwyn and getting some nice activist selfies for the gram? 
By the way, this gets even funnier because one of Charlotte's freebie articles that she wrote from 2019 is titled, Kelly Dodd is saving the Real Housewives of Orange County. Um, did Charlotte miss the memo about Kelly Dodd's problematic statements from years prior? They were on TMZ and on the show, Heather Dubrow rang the alarm on Kelly years ago, long before 2019, when Charlotte said Kelly was saving the OC. What's more amazing is that I even have a photo of Charlotte posing with Kelly. All smiles. She's loving it. It's like she's meeting her idol for the first time. So basically, Charlotte was a huge Kelly Dodd stan until the second it became socially unacceptable to do so, then she jumped on the cancel Kelly bandwagon for clout. Got it. I am so fucking over this fake woke performative bullshit. Like, look at me. I've been a Kelly stan since she joined the OC, but I never try to cancel her. I always say that I would rather be problematic than be a hypocrite. So at least I have the balls to tell people how I really feel instead of having fake opinions to try and be popular online. And it's not that I don't call out Kelly when she does things wrong. I have before, but look, you've got to be objective. If I think she's being unfairly maligned, I'm going to say it. And I'll say that about anybody, not just her. So anyway, about a week before all of this stuff at Emily Simpson's B-Day went down, Charlotte got a really good opportunity to work with Bravo on something. She was finally acknowledged by Andy. Yay! So when this opportunity was announced, Charlotte was trolled on Twitter relentlessly because all of the Housewives fan accounts hate her guts and they know she has a reputation as a lying thief and they were justifiably upset that she was being given this big platform on Bravo that many felt she hadn't earned. I saw her getting dragged all over my timeline and she was blocking people and she was trying to defend herself and she was arguing with them. It was just a hot fucking mess. And honestly, I'm not going to lie, I was tempted to chime in and say something snarky because I am friendly with the Twitter account that she supposedly stole from and I am a bit of a bitch. So when I saw her getting dragged up and down Twitter, I was like, I want to get in on this. And then I stopped myself and I'm like, you know what, Shark? You don't even know this girl. What if she didn't really steal content? What if she's just being bullied by housewife stands and it's a misunderstanding? I've been attacked personally before with lies and nasty stuff on Twitter from housewife stands. Just last year, I had some housewives troll say that I didn't like Garcelle on Beverly Hills because she's black. It was happened after I took Kyle's side. You know how Garcelle and Kyle had that thing? I said Kyle was in the right. Someone said that I had said something racist about Garcelle. Obviously, I didn't. Obviously, I never would. Uh, Obviously, it was not true. But a bunch of Stan accounts were retweeting it. And they were saying that it was true. And they were, like, tagging me in it and asking me about it. And I was so upset. I actually wanted to stop watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So, I have experienced what it's like to be bullied and have lies made up about you on Twitter And I didn't want to jump in on a mob against Charlotte when she could have very well have been the victim of the same thing that I have been, and I'm sure plenty of other accounts. I mean, Twitter is a nasty place. People are awful there. So I know what it's like to be lied about. On Twitter, Charlotte knows what it's like to be lied about and bullied and trolled, and she still does it to other people. Like, have you learned nothing? And look, for argument's sake, let's take this random woman out of the equation Truly, none of us really know what sign she was flashing. I don't think it was a white power sign, but I could be wrong. I'm just waiting for the proof. But take her out of it. And Charlotte still dragged Emily and Kelly into this and and associated them with a white power sign that they didn't even do. Like, they were just smiling and waving at the camera and getting drunk at a birthday dinner. And Charlotte dragged them into a white power scandal and made them look like Nazis. And now they're being trolled too, along with Gina. The trolls have been reposting their DMs on social media with them. I saw some of them. Gina was confused and she said that it was an okay sign. Emily seemed 
pretty upset. Emily was like threatening legal action for defamation and I don't blame her. And of course, Kelly addressed it directly on Twitter. (laughs) Kelly said, here's some dumbass who took Emily's friend saying perfect after talking about how perfect the night was and is now twisting it into a case of white supremacy. Of course, it's a white girl making such an idiotic leap. Bravo, this is who you have on. This chick is a moron. Kelly and Charlotte then got into a back and forth on Twitter over this, and Charlotte actually tweeted something like, I've got Trumpers in my mentions now. Like, girl, shut up. Not everybody that disagrees with you is a Trump supporter. Is your worldview that narrow? I'm an Aussie who loves Bernie, and I think you're a twat. I'm sure people across the entire political spectrum disagree with you because your behavior is objectively a disgrace. It doesn't take a Trump supporter to see that. I've seen plenty of Kamala and Hillary stands dragging Charlotte on Twitter. And let's be fair, the same goes for Kelly too. I like Kelly on the show. I think she's great TV. But Kelly does seem to think that everybody who criticizes her is some, you know, woke progressive. And that's not true. Kelly, sometimes you just say stupid shit and you get called out on it. Like, not everyone is doing a cancel culture mob thing. Sometimes we're just holding you accountable for stuff you say. For example, Kelly, girl, you need to stop saying you're black all the time because you got 2% African on a 23andMe test. That doesn't make you black. I know there is a whole one drop rule and everything, but people get mad when you say this because you don't have the lived experience of a black person. So it's offensive to black people who have had that experience of racism and bias and everything that comes along with being black in America. And then you come along and you are white presenting or Latina presenting, Mexican presenting, whatever presenting you are, whatever identifying you are, you're not black. So you need to just stop saying it, girl. Anyway, I have noticed that Charlotte deleted her social media accounts since all of this went down, and I say good riddance. I mean, I know she'll be back, she's thirsty as hell, but she really should stay deleted. She's not funny, she can't meme, she can't write. If the housewives were cancelled tomorrow, she would cease to exist on the internet. I mean, I can't find one damn thing to like about Charlotte, from her memes to her tweets to her attitude. But just watch, she's temporarily deleted her account so she can come back in a week playing the victim and she's going to say, Kelly Dodd and Trump supporters bullied me off the internet, I'm a victim. I've actually seen certain Big Bravo accounts trying to say that Kelly doxed her because she called her out on Twitter and like, of course, good old Sarah Galley is leading the charge on that one. Now, I'm not going to drag Sarah again, we've been there, we've done that, but... Oh my god, I just cannot with this woman. She's like a Gary Larson cartoon come to life. And anyway, as far as Charlotte being doxxed, Charlotte is a public figure who was just on television and she has about 150,000 followers across her socials. And she's the one that doxes people because she was posting this woman's identity on Twitter who was a private citizen. What's not clicking with people? However, I will slam Kelly with the, for the fact that she did dox somebody briefly because she posted the identity of the wrong person. It wasn't Charlotte. It was somebody else with the same name. I think she posted her LinkedIn profile. It was some random girl. She deleted it, but Kelly, that was fucked up, and you should have done your research first, just like Charlotte should have done her research before calling anybody out. All I can say is that Charlotte better hope some receipts surface soon that prove that this woman was making a white power symbol. And if they do, I will condemn her, okay? You better believe I'm going to talk about it. But Charlotte better hope they do, because I would not want to end up in a defamation lawsuit with a bunch of rich bitches from the OC. No way. 
And speaking of receipts, I have actually been sent a lot of them on Charlotte, but unlike her, I don't believe in cancelling people for old social media posts or things they've done online in the past. I'm like the king of bad tweets and problematic posts, okay? So I wouldn't want someone doing that to me now that I've grown up, and I wouldn't do that to anybody else. I think it's pretty much the lowest thing that you can do, but I am just saying that Charlotte is not squeaky clean, and if I was sent receipts on her that I didn't even ask for, clearly a lot of people have them, and a lot of people have stories to tell about this girl. So, if I was her, I would think twice about reactivating my account. (sighs) And now look what I've done. I'm forever going to be known as the Kelly Dodd guy now. Now, every single bad thing Kelly has ever done is probably going to be attributed to me too. And I cannot wait for people to completely miss the whole point that I clearly stated in this entire rant uh, and spin it as Jacques Defense White Power Symbol, which I didn't, but whatever. I'm ready for the bad faith smears. All right, that's it for my bonus episode. I was going to do a little bit of a Housewives recap, but I don't even know what to say. I started watching Salt Lake City again. Uh, You know, I actually stopped because it was so boring. I mean, it's the worst Housewives I've ever seen. I am catching up on it now. It's still not very good. I do really enjoy watching Heather and Whitney. That's about it. Uh, Jen Shah is giving a Siggy Flicker energy, but it's like Siggy Flicker, but if Siggy was like really thirsty and contrived, because I think Siggy was just genuinely crazy, whereas... Jen is crazy, but then she also has the thirsty side, and I like the craziness. I don't like the thirstiness. Uh, The OC, Real Housewives of OC reunion was incredible. If you're one of those people that refused to watch the season, it's worth watching the reunion. The reunion was amazing. I need to see Bronwyn and Sean back because their marriage is like Maury Povich fucking train wreck. I mean, they're having an open marriage. She's a lesbian and she's dating a young girlfriend. Sean is dating, but Bronwyn doesn't like him dating, even though they have an open relationship. They have like 50 kids. They're obsessed with being famous. That is going to be such good television next season. There are rumors that Bronwyn's going to get fired. I can't see it. I'll be shocked. But look, I mean, Bravo has shocked me before with casting decisions. So who knows? But I think Bronwyn is just killing it on that show. I enjoy watching her. I know she's the most hated person ever, along with Kelly Dodd. I love watching both of them. I really would like to see both of them back. Uh, I'm catching up on The Bachelor. I know that I said the first two episodes were kind of boring, which they were, but episodes three and four are amazing. Queen Victoria is carrying that show on her back. She's bringing all the drama. She's making shit happen. So I'm loving that. Real Housewives of Dallas. It's okay. It's not amazing bit of a background watch. Next episode, I'm going to try and talk about Bling Empire and exactly why I hate it. I know a lot of you are freaking out over Bling Empire and loving it. I think it's awful. And I want to compare it to the other Asian reality show that's out, uh, House of Ho, which is a lot better. And I'm going to talk about why it is better than Bling Empire. So thanks a lot for listening. Remember, you can follow me on social media, Popping Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can also support the show at buymeacoffee.com slash poppingpod. All of the money donated there goes to covering my recording costs, uh, website hosting, the editing software that I use. Like, There's a lot of different things that I pay for to keep this podcast up and going, and I do it on my weekends. So any money there. Uh, goes towards that. If you can please uh, rate, review, and subscribe, please leave me a nice review because, to be honest, I feel like I'm going to get a lot of um, what do I even what I don't want to call them SJWs. It's such a cliche, and I'm not that person that just comes here and whinges about SJWs. I mean, I hope I'm not. I don't want to be that person. But look, I'm sure there will be Charlotte supporters 
probably leaving me mean reviews. So if you could leave me a good review, that would be nice. So my show doesn't completely tank. And yeah, that's about it. I will see you next episode. I have an amazing guest uh, that I think I may have already announced. If you follow me on social media, you'll know who it is. So I've got my guest next episode and my little bling empire verse house of hoes. So stay tuned for that. Thanks guys. Bye.